Did it work? Yes. I feel Hi. like. Hello. <laughs> uh, we made it. <laughs> Can you hear that creaking? Yes. What is that? I thought it was a bird. I thought it was someone yelling. <laughs> it's the chair. I'm moving. Never mind. I, I feel like. have a name? <laughs> I was, yell once for. <laughs> <laughs> twice. <laughs> I I basically ran back from the dog park. Everyone was looking at me weird. The whole, it's it's in the neighborhood. It's like in the apartment complex and I was wearing my backpack mm-hmm. and I was just running with biscuit. <laughs> Wait, can you hear that in the background? No. What is it? Right no. Okay. <laughs> should I be scared? Should I I should hear something in the background. Our dogs were like uh, playing around, but you just heard a lot of loud pit pets over here. <laughs> yeah, heavy breathing and loud pit pets. <laughs> and I said we have our own dog park. Wow. That's <laughs> true. So I was really worried at first about talking to you guys because mm-hmm. I don't know if I can handle both of you at one time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually scared. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Can I admit that I felt the same way about you two? <laughs> I was like, oh no, they're going to be so witty. <laughs> I'm just going to no, be laughing no. and cackling in the background. <laughs> I was just reminding myself to, to maybe tone down the poop jokes. Just poop Never. And, poop and I, oh my God, but you mentioned it. I've been mentioning <laughs> poop so much on the podcast all the time. <laughs> the first 10 minutes. I've always ended up in poop conversations. <laughs> It's just today's day and age, insurance is expensive. Uh, and if you look out for the homies. It's it's so expensive that I have to. Sorry, sorry. What were you saying? My bad. No, you're good. Wait, should we oh, do like an intro? Do, yes, an intro? you should probably say who you are in some way, however you want. All right. Do you want to go for it? <laughs> I was not expecting that at all, but it's perfect. And what's that? Uh, I know. I think you know what song I'm thinking of now. I think you know. Right? So <laughs> no, but there's one that started playing in my head immediately. It was like both of you walking out to maybe Lil Wayne and Drake. Oh, is it this one? Is it that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but that's amazing. Sometimes when Xander comes out of the bathroom, I played that. I've, played, I've done it twice, but it was really worth it. It's always worth it. <laughs> Why is... Okay, so... Can you guys just say your names at least? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Ireti. Um, I'm John. Yeah. Yeah. And you can watch us next Friday on MTV Cribs. No, I couldn't think of an old enough weird show. <laughs> <laughs> We've been laughing at this thing for a long time. Imagine, imagine if one day you play it and John Cena walks in. 
And goes like, guys, you can't keep doing this. <laughs> it's not cool. You're killing the joke. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I I do it sometimes. You know how? Okay, I feel like John's gonna. I'm. I don't know who's gonna know this. You know how The Rock awkwardly stands with one hand in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you I've been. I've what? been randomly doing that behind Xander and he turns around <laughs> and he goes, he said, you look like Hitler. You're doing the Hitler salute. That was my first thought. I said, you've been doing this? And, oh my God. And I was like, no, never mind. <laughs> I'll stop. Dude, you're right. Then, um, how has your guys' day been? Your people. I'm not gonna say guys anymore. This is like our Friday night, basically. Yeah, technically. Because we both work today. On a cold Saturday morning. Oh, it did get warmer though. It's cookout weather out here. It's like a a wonderfully relaxingly crisp. It's like what thirty? Thirty. Thirty degrees. It felt like summertime, to be Mm -hmm. honest. After Mm -hmm. these frigid temperatures. If you don't think about the wind hitting you, it feels like you're in Scottsdale right now. <laughs> well, you really got to close your eyes hard. <laughs> it's pretty nice here right now, but I I went outside and I ran back inside to record the podcast. And then I was like, I don't know. I need to I feel like this is actually a personal call to you mm-hmm. guys, but we're just <laughs> recording it because it's the only way I can get both of you on the phone for this long. <laughs> It makes sense. It's a personal cry out. That's what the whole podcast is. It's a massive, like, psychiatric are you, process. Are you creating your own mini interventions with every yes. episode? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> because I can't get, I, I can't seem upset enough, like publicly. So, but if I do it like this, and then while I'm talking, I say something disturbing, and everyone's like, "Oh no, this is or." And maybe that's even why I'm, this is crazy, but the whole way that I know that I have the mm-hmm. lung infection thing is because yeah. of Dr. Friesen, which I, who I wouldn't have known if I didn't do the podcast. So I don't even know what this means. Like, do I have to do this to save my life? <laughs> like, <laughs> the, that's the only reason I'm doing it now to stay alive. But If it um, works, it works. Yes. Still wait. <laughs> what do you guys? So okay. So the reason I was so nervous about talking to you guys is you seem very similar, like in a way that I don't. Even the jokes, like, and I can't. Why can't? And I still say eerie, 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 eerie. That's I, <laughs> I try so hard. But I mention you guys to Xander all the time. So then I say like, but then also when I say John's wife, I feel like I should call John Iriri's husband at times because then I'm like, wait, (laughs) that's weird. You can also just call me E, like the letter. Yeah, but then I feel like I always think of my dad when he talks about the drug problem in Pakistan and he still calls ecstasy E and then I get stressed out. That's not what they call it anymore? He loves mentioning it. He loves saying, he's like, yeah, the drugs here are really bad. MDMA, E, ice. 
I'm like, bro, what? what's How happening? Welcome, bad boys, too. I feel like we've I've asked you this question. I feel like I've asked him this question in person. He, it's crazy that you've met my mom and my dad. It's it was insane. a, it was a great. I have nothing but po- like great memories from that. It was really fun. I feel like I okay. Wait, I'm gonna um send you guys a picture of my dad, which. I feel like it's so controversial that I shouldn't even <laughs> save it on my phone. That's how I feel about it. Just so you can understand what you're about to get on your Instagram, you're about no, no, no. to become involved in something. This definitely will not go on any type of social media. This is going to go framed in our apartment. <laughs> you, should, like... you should see it. This is what he what? was doing. This is his unpaid volunteer job. <laughs> Oh, well, he's just. <laughs> Why is he so cool? Yeah, this is my dad's unpaid volunteer job because, and, no, no. and I feel like I can talk about this. If... Don't play. He's like, "Do you want a bagel?" And he just walks he's out like, like I'll this. Right back. <laughs> want orange juice? He's like, "Do you guys want gloves?" Have them in both single and double configurations. <laughs> but so basically, like, because there's two kinds of, and I feel like I can talk about this because at this point, I've said so many horrible things about myself on the podcast that I should probably say one or two nice things about people related to me so I can like boost my stock a little bit. Um, <laughs> So my dad is like, first he, okay, he found God. So he's, he's Muslim. He was obviously Muslim the whole time, but he's practicing. But there's two main kinds of Muslims in Pakistan, Shias and Sunnis. And I guess he identifies as a Shia Muslim. Mm -hmm. And they are the, the minority and there's a lot of violence against them and random random attacks so my dad his favorite thing to do is on religious holidays volunteer to do security when there's like he's like oh there's a suicide bomber threat so i'm doing security like what are you what am i this is my father this is what (laughs) so this is what he's doing now for fun in his 50s this is his main job and hobby you know picture he seems to be having a good time (laughs) for, for that age there are l- way worse hobbies he can mm-hmm. have. Like, way worse. <laughs> True. Yeah, there's just so many. He could be one of those dudes that, like, builds those little tiny ships in a bottle. That's so fun. Oh, okay. Think of every, every instance you've seen it in a movie, in a show. It's never with a good person. Or okay. it's like, it's like, it's like a yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys are actually saying that people who make those ships in bottles are bad people. It's a Socio. <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> See if it was Legos, probably a beautiful person. They're feeding it. They're good. They're repairing. Those little things, no. Sociopaths. <laughs> That's a good for someone who is looking for like things to filter their Tinder or Bumble through. If you see anyone making miniature things that aren't Lego, please be concerned. Run away. <laughs> Unsafe. It's it's an immediate red flag. 
<laughs> this is supposed to be about mental health, I think. Are we oh. cyberbullying now? No, 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 no. Wait, wait. I don't. I don't mind. That was because... about this trip really quick. Like, how was it? Wait, well, the trip was really yeah. good, but I guess now I got to do it again. <laughs> so it's not a big deal now. I'm just like some kind of. I'm. I bet this time TSA is gonna go. Dude, I don't even know it. Last time on the way out, nothing happened with the beard. Nothing. Okay. okay. On the way back in, oh my god! They looked at my passport. They're like, "Oh, is that you under all of that?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like Xander is right here. Like, have some shame. Like, why are you? No, there they is no. Going... Then we're going to one line, and this like, there's no one in the line, and there's two ladies, and one lady starts yelling "foreign passport" and pointing to the right. Oh my god! And Xander, Xander's like, "Daddy, what's wrong with her?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just walked to the other line for U.S. passports, and she was looking at me so awkwardly. It's like, what is this? And Xander, uh, but I. What? So wait, my question was, how do you guys? Obviously, you go to shows. Well, I said obviously, like everyone follows you on Instagram, but they should. But anyway, so you go to live music events. What else would you guys do on a Friday night? Like as a, I've talked to both of you separately. And like, obviously, unless there's some like extreme secret ocean of hate that I don't know about. (laughs) Which see, it's possible with both of you from the little that I know and what I know from John, this ocean hey, of hate can hey, exist in you. Hey, you, you, know, you know for a fact <laughs> I do not build those tiny ships in a bottle. <laughs> Don't you dare. Therefore, he is fully sane. <laughs> but, you know, this? Yeah, we just, we end up having just like, I don't know, we really have a really nice comfy home that we've made just a good time for ourselves. There's you know? like colored lights everywhere. My plants are everywhere. We have like a bunch. There's literally a Rubik's cube within arms distance of me, next to like, what is that? A knife. Yes, a knife. <laughs> but <laughs> some mushroom gum. This is this is like that. Have you seen that? This is a meme where this kid is running around with something, and a mom says, "What's that?" He goes, "A knife." She goes, "Ah." <laughs> yes. It's like you guys. But, okay, so when you say you've made your home comfortable, it almost sounds like, and I know this sounds really weird, but I only recently realized that I wasn't comfortable in my home, but I've lived in this apartment for five years, and three of those years I was in, like, a question... Now I call it a questionable relationship because I noticed that I've been meeting a lot of men who label their relationships, and then it makes the former partner sound like some kind of villain. And I'm realizing how can, how can every guy I know have a villainous ex? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, like everyone I know is the greatest man alive. It's like, oh, my <laughs> ex was crazy, bro. She broke all the windows and peed on my bed. Like, they're probably <laughs> like, he probably pooped before. And then have you ever asked, well, what did you do anything? And they're like, no, I just, you know, like set all her clothes on fire or something. 
It was an accident. I just always ignored her and gave her a... <laughs> said a lot of mean things. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I never did what you're saying. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you, you, you guys, this is getting... This, uh, this went too deep too fast. I'm better now. I never... This is good. This is good. Wait, but now that you're better, now you're working to make your home a comfy, safe place. Yes, but... I, when you said it, I detected in your guys' voices that that's an important thing. But has it? Have you always, both of you, always had a comfy place, and now you made one together, or is this a change for you, or is it a change for one of you? Because I know that it's. I've noticed with couples that are different, not different, but like two human beings when they come together, or several, whatever configuration. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to offend anyone. Um, my, my, even my sister and her husband, it's like when different, your parents upbringing comes together with someone else's parents upbringing. And then how you live is like, some people have more stuff in their house. Some people have less stuff. Some people have less stuff, more stuff, but it's cleaner. Some people have less stuff and it's dirtier. Like it's, I definitely feel like it's been. I adjusted. (laughs) Hold on. I've always had a habit, actually. It's always been my habit to make comfortable and home of the spaces that I'm in, no matter how small or temporary. So that's just something that I continuously do. Like even our home changes week to week. And I'll just let them know like, hey, I moved that plant over there. What do you think? You know, I'm consistently playing with my spaces. Um, It's a... And I was gonna try to come up with for a pun with egg, but I couldn't. Um, she is now scooped our dog sniper. Who's like what a good solid 30 pounds? 30, 35? A good 20, 25. I say closer to 30. He's thicker, he, he gets a little thicker in there. I don't know what happened. But I wish uh, there was video because <laughs> no. Anytime he hears the out, like the front door open or just like move from someone leaving the uh, the building, he goes into the, like, someone's death or someone's here. And then now, like, <laughs> I think it's, it's good sound to have. I dude, I was uh, recording the the podcast yesterday. And mm-hmm. it was like a video one. And Xander's doing online PE because he goes to online school because school shooters, well, I don't know what you want me to do. Um, yeah. And he's doing it. And then he just, he got done with PE and he goes, and I <laughs> because like I've been around people with like epilepsy and stuff. And yeah. like, I just am a generally stressed person. I thought something happened to him or he like died. <laughs> So on the podcast, you see my face just like, just, it looks like I poop. Like, it looks like I'm dying. Like, it, I just like, I turn like pale and look at the lady I'm talking to. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> and then I look at Biscuit because I think she's the one who made the noise. And I'm like, oh, no, Biscuit's having a seizure. No, no. <laughs> and then. And then I guess Wait. Xander walks out and he's just like acts normal. And I'm like, dude, what is my life? Like he literally he goes, Ooh! 
Wait, right after Pete. Would yell out like, "My baby!" <laughs> and just like, was that? Did you? Hand uh, <laughs> waving in the wind, running after the child. <laughs> My child. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I honestly, I feel like we should next. Why? Okay, I know you guys have to get beautify yourselves. So for the next episode, I'll give you. We had enough notice for this one, but you can't. You can get. I wanted to grow them out, or I, I was I shaved them by accident, and then I was gonna grow them back so that on the video one, randomly I'll just shave them off. Wait, but, but is there? I have to ask: Is there actually something happening with your eyebrows? Because there might be. You'll never know. We don't have that, to is, know. that is the magic it's of the after this. Because the only audio it's not fair. Never know. <laughs> I'll think about it the whole weekend. I won't it's stop it's thinking it's about it. Those might not even be real. You never know. That's actually a good segue back to your question about having like a home, having a safe happy home. Uh, I did, that was not me. I love chaos. I live to exist in nothing but pure chaos. So anywhere that I've lived has been just chaotic, comfy, cozy, but chaotic. But you said this year was the first year you really felt like you could let go entirely at home. Like, oh, this is, I can melt. Yeah, this was after a couple of years, like, kind of like how you are right now. Um, It's like, what, year four or five of us being here? Almost, yes, year five of us being here. And uh, this was the first year that I really sat down and was like, okay, what can, what do I actually want to do to this space? That's not like, I don't know. I'm going to take away the next day, but and it might, but like what other things do I want to add that I know will make it comfy for me? It's been fun. It's been yeah. good time. We're working towards it. It's a process. It's so interesting because I feel like no one like, okay, that I have a like weird, it's a $10 rug that's in front of the TV. And I feel mm-hmm. like if I didn't have this rug here, the podcast recording right now would be worse for me. But only one of my feet is on the rug. So it's like no one, no one tells you when you're a kid that if you don't pay attention to small details, you can accidentally like set yourself up in a way where you can't exist effectively. Like you don't feel good. So you can't like you can't study, you can't create, you can't work even because your living space isn't, I don't know if it's the energy flow. I don't know if it's just like basic physics, but it seems like if you, if it's not a good space, you're not a happy person. Like it's very, I don't know. Yeah, no, I've always noticed that about my spaces. I mean, I shared a room growing up with my youngest sister in a bunk bed. So like even under the bunk bed, I made sure to like paint clouds. Like I painted it sky blue and like painted clouds. I'm not an artist, but like I just needed something happy to look up to when I woke up to function. If only you could have had John's face there. <laughs> that would have been weird as a child, but still. Maybe it was there, hidden in a cloud. Maybe. <laughs> John's everywhere, as we know. Yes. I'm very thankful how now the world knows how omnipotent I am. Yes. Because of the descriptions you two have given. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about you so much that, like, we. <laughs> I've been even, even... on my back is still 
big enough for both of you to love me. He said to have a friendship, your friendship you. for her not to leave. <laughs> Never you're stuck with me. But yes. Rose um, bros. So, so, so do you feel like you would like right now in your space, do you feel like it's important who you're around as well? Oh yeah. Like, I've didn't know I was this way, but now that we have such a good space, um, just, uh, however, I'm very protective of the space. So, like, whenever I cleanse, I cleanse the doors and, like, just say whoever, only people with our highest and greatest good shall enter this space, you know? Um, I don't know. So very selective and special who gets to actually come up into our home, hearth. Yeah, it's, and it seems like that's something that, like, stopped being a thing in, at least in Western culture, because, like, the idea of being, like, social, socially viable comes from having a lot of people over often. So then yeah. your space is, like, kind of like a, like, it functions like a club on a smaller scale in most. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, my, my, like home upbringing was nothing but partying like my yeah we would joke that this my home my home was like a hotel because like so many family parties every weekend there was a family party Mm -hmm. every thursday or friday randomly we'd cook out and you have the neighbors over you have your you know your uncles over your aunts over like it was always like there's always some sort of social gathering happening you welcome everyone and everyone anyone and everyone all the time so like for a bit, that's how I treated homes too. Kind of was just yeah. like, cool, all right. So, who's ready to party? <laughs> Basically, um, yeah, our place is—it's a nice size, but it is somewhat tiny. So like we, we could potentially throw, as the kids say, a party, <laughs> but like, like a mid-sized one, you know. But like, I'm less, I'm less inclined because I'm like, oh, I want to. Have all those people in here. People are, fuck, the <laughs> fuck up the vibes. People dirty. Would there? Wait, I I was gonna joke about a sickness, but I can't because the <laughs> algorithm can hear you say. It. Did you know that? Like, yeah. even if it's in like the middle. So some people, there are all these things that oh, don't swear in the first six minutes because that's all that like Spotify and Apple like go through. But then mm-hmm. for certain keywords, they go through the whole thing. And if you say it one time, <laughs> if you say it, I make the dumbest jokes and I say the worst things. And then eh, now I've stopped. Now I've figured out how to speak for the mm-hmm. algorithm. That's good. That's good. Yes. So <laughs> let's talk about the strange matrix that we live in because the algorithm seems to annoyingly love a- allowing content like that out like oh we're in a simulation this isn't real we're slaves to reality and it loves it to be out there because i feel like the more people that see it and don't believe it the more it makes this like the other way of being where you and now i don't know who i'm talking to where both of you are willing to talk about your living space as though it's like affecting you emotionally that's like a way of being that's contrary to the mainstream someone would i feel like at least it's like people be like wait are these three like on drugs which i don't know 
Yes and no, right? Yes and no. Isn't the life spectrum. a spectrum? It's a spectrum. <laughs> life is a drug. High on life. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it's true. Like when you talk to, there's not a lot of people. I guess I can say that also treat their home in that kind of like sense. You know. Um, yeah, or that that I know at least, and then I'm yeah, like, yeah. wait. And then, then I also wonder, like, yeah. since you guys, sorry, were you saying something? I was gonna ask a question. Just, do you think Marie Kondo treats her places like that? Wait, no. Did you see that no. she had three kids and gave up. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. What? What was that? Like, it's pointless. <laughs> There's children afoot. <laughs> yeah, I saw like an article about that, but I didn't read it. Like, what is that? Is she? Is she not actually clean herself? Or no, I'm sure it's been it's been seven months since she's bathed. She's probably just very casually saying like, "Hey, I'm not as nitpicky about it as I was before." It's not if you were to shake her, Lego pieces would fall from <laughs> random parts of her. Just collect them as she tidy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, I shouldn't have said like, "Is she not clean?" Because then I picture it. This thing. I'm like, "What am I talking about?" <laughs> uh, but I feel like now when I watch shows, I've noticed like I didn't have Netflix for a long time. I switched to the the Hulu side, and then I, you know, now I have Netflix money, so now I have Netflix <laughs> and Hulu. And I noticed yeah. that when I watched like a bunch of, so I sleep with reality TV playing because it, I sleep fall asleep right away. And whenever I'm watching it, when I wake up, I see someone from another reality show. And I think I'm like, oh, it's Marie Kondo. It's that cleaning show. But it's actually her on a different Netflix reality show. Like, and then I'll fall asleep and then I'll see someone from like some shore show on another, like a real estate show. Then I'll fall asleep and see the real estate person in another show. And I I didn't know that this was a thing. But it's weird if you think about it because now they're like socially engineering who we think is a social circle. Like it actually like it's like basically like a lot. And I'm not saying reality TV is like important, but I think it's like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird that Marie Kondo is involved in that. Could you say that reality television is the last living, tangible American dream? I think so. Think about it. That's for another episode. That's for I, another think, episode. I think we have to try to get a reality show. I mean, at some, the next episode we do, we'll literally discuss an analysis of Acapulco Shorts. I mean, just all 10 seasons. Does, does one of you have access to chat GPT? No. Why don't we do that? Oh, <laughs> to write us a reality show? We don't yes. need it. Right? Writes well, itself. You don't to even write need anything it. to just like to make it give it ridiculous prompts like i don't know i couldn't think of a ridiculous prompt but not a bad idea okay also another question do you guys realize how similar you are or is it only me like is it is it i'm just wondering and i don't mean it in like a, i'm not saying you're like copies of each other there's just it's so weird that I feel like I'm talking to a single person. No. I feel like people obviously 
us as a unit but like at the same time yeah no no we always get like very individual recognition and also unit recognition I don't know I think like after being just with someone for like a long time you pick up on things you know like subconsciously and it comes out yeah like once you have a good flow like flow state it just kind of sounds like almost like one person but it's still Two miles. That's I never thought about it like that. So, do you think in the beginning it wouldn't? You guys didn't flow this well, like conversationally, if you were talking to a third person. No, I feel like we always clicked to a certain like frequency. Yeah, but it's just gotten better and more seasoned. Okay. That makes sense. And that's like, I feel like that's good for people to know that it's like everything, even the like great relationships can become better just from like repetition and over time. Like something will deepen just because of time. You're constantly learning from each other and together. So yeah, absolutely. The team gets better. Mm-hmm. Speaking of teams, what about Super Bowl guys? I'm I'm so ready. Yeah, but not because of the sport itself, but just for the celebrating that we do around such an absurd fucking thing. Um, there's gonna be I'm gonna consume my body weight in chicken wings. Uh, boneless or bone in? Oh, bone in, bone in. They're cheaper I, okay. for some reason. So you, ha- it's more you, in this in this. Society, <laughs> they'll somehow cheaper than the bonus, which is ridiculous to me. But I do love a good bonus wing. Um, but I'm just wondering, yeah. how do we eat the wings with the beard? Because this is my first year <laughs> having a beard. You have to just say, fuck it. There is no clean way to do it. Have napkins. If you can get wet wipes, that is honestly the best thing to get. Um, but just be just whoever you're hanging out with for it. Make sure that you're cool enough with them that you can just essentially coat yourself in layers of I don't know whatever thing is covering the wings. It's gonna wait. Be what, when is the Super Bowl? I said it, but I don't know. It's not. It's not. It's next weekend. Actually. Yeah, it's next Sunday. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the Super Bowl's on Sunday. I'm really like not. I was. I was like, oh, it's on Saturday. I have Xander. I'm like, oh yeah, Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Are we supposed to bet on it so we can be millionaires? You could. We could try. We could bet on a crazy, like, parlay for it. Like, at some point, one team will score two touchdowns. I don't know. I'm not great at game. I could see that (laughs) happening. I've I've wanted to bet on fighting so bad lately. So badly. You haven't been. You could. I've just been like these people are like it's always like basically whenever someone from Dagestan fights a random American, I'm like, oh, obviously we should just put money on this insane Russian person who's built in a lab. Like, <laughs> like we could we could feed generations from betting on crazy Russians. Yet we don't. We're just working hard on a Saturday morning. What I'm just saying. I have this bet. If Ken Shamrock ever comes out of retirement to wrestle, either <laughs> wrestle he die? Wait, is he alive? Fight? Yeah, he's still somehow alive and gigantic. It makes it makes no sense. But if he either has a wrestling match or an MMA fight, I'm gonna win a lot of money. 
how is this? How are you? How did you bring up Ken Shamrock still to this day? You still, he's like in. I'm assuming he's in like a new Steven Seagal movie as like the bad guy or something. <laughs> or he might just be. Maybe he's big on TikTok. You know what? I'm gonna look into that after this. Wait, John, were you joking when you said this thing just now? Because I just looked it up. He's coming back this year. Is he really? Stop. He was not Ken joking. Shamrock is fighting for Valor Bare Knuckle. Oh, that's well, does that count? Yeah, I mean something horrible is gonna happen. I don't know I'm, what. But he's fifty-eight. Imagine if my, oh my God. <laughs> Why do they let 60, 58-year-old men fight? Oh, you know who's fighting today, speaking of that? Uh, Fedor, his last match. Oh, yeah. What, I don't want to watch it as much yeah, as... I, uh, I don't, I don't want to watch an ASU bro knock out Fedor and then... Wait, do, wait. What about AEW wrestling? Diehard fan. Since day one. We went to the first Chicago event they had. Yeah. We got to go to All In. We went to their Forbidden Door event. True. That just happened at United Center. That was insane. Good time. It's been a good time. I think yeah. I think they might like do something against WWE if they don't buy them out. Like I low key <laughs> hope that they buy them out, but I doubt that's gonna happen. But it seems like they're doing really well. They got a video game coming out too. They were I know it looks kinda of cool. Play. I saw the video game. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> there's there's something about wrestling video games that I don't understand why like I like them so much, but I do. They have a special place in my heart. It's true. It's true. I still have my GameCube uh, wrestling games. To me, are still, hands down, the greatest wrestling games of all time. Like It was just fun to just throw people off of a cell in Hell in a Cell or like <laughs> Uh, the soundtracks too, like you know, how Tony Hawk Pro Skater was so influential of the soundtrack to people. Those games introduced me to like new metal and a bunch yes. of other stuff. It's, Honestly, it, I, I, games? I went and downloaded like, or not down, <laughs> went on Spotify and found like the soundtrack on there for these games and just save it and listen to it randomly. It's no, they are. It's weird. The metal that it's like. There was a lot of Christian metal too secretly that wrestling promoted. Like that's true. <laughs> but it's not bad. I I mean someone I know knows we came as Romans and weirded oh. me out. They were just hanging out with them today and I was like, This is weird. I feel like I should tell John. I haven't listened to their new stuff. It's been a minute. Yeah, but they I were really either. good. I didn't know there was new stuff. <laughs> so many that first album or two amazing i i don't even know if i can listen to metal anymore in any context except when xander like gets riled up and wants to like kill people <laughs> in fortnite he's like daddy and then he dude he, he okay john this is gonna <laughs> be a deep cut xander okay. tells me you, you know all day today i listened to the tetris song and can you feel my heart <laughs> The amount of violence that we committed in, uh, upon each other willingly to that album by Bring Me the Horizon is insane. 
that was so bizarre. Okay. Like I punched you in the face of that song. You've punched me in the face of that song. <laughs> Your like, punches were so disrespectful. After, like instead of resting like we should have in between rounds, we would just start like pretend moshing like idiots. Like, I <laughs> still, I still feel like. Whenever you hit people a long time ago, all your punches were disrespectful. Like, I felt, like, hurt by your punches. Like, when you would punch me, I would feel like, I don't know. I would feel, not because you were, I don't know if it was, like, your teenage rebellion, your inner, like, It's because of you. It's because of you. No, Here's why. This is all your fault. (laughs) Because, so sparring you is what caused me to, to develop this. Because when someone spars you, you get this terrifying blank look on your face and you randomly smile as people punch you. It's oh, yeah, terrifying, but, but hilarious at the same but time. I don't do, but I'm normal now, so I don't do that. Well, now when someone punches me, I cry. Back in the day, you would like smile or you would laugh or you would make random noises. And I would have to try my hardest not to laugh. Because if I laughed, you would hit me. <laughs> that made me in turn be like, you know what? Because I've had to suppress all this l- wonderful laughter. I'm going to make this as disrespectful as possible. <laughs> it, was, it was not nice. Like you were, I, yeah. feel like, I feel like the other people who are training, if John would train with more experienced people, we'd do like cool stuff and then you'd disrespect us with your strikes. Like they would hit our head, but it was like, it sounds like y'all were just mad that he was too good. Yes. Yes. That's exactly. He wasn't supposed to hit everyone so much. He was supposed to like, be like, you told me hit people in the head. I said, say less. And then I'd start doing it, and everyone's like, hold on, hold on. I'm like, would I not hit you in the head? And then you're like, well, yeah. Like, well, there we go. <laughs> it was all it. I feel like I never, I don't know, but. Has... Wait, to get, I have to get this on the record for medical reasons. Because just how you have rib problems, I also have, like, I've cracked two ribs before. It's been a fun journey with the ribs. But there is one memory I have that I can like relive as a flashback of you punching me so hard in the ribs that you picked me up in the air. Me? What? Uppercutting the living life, like the living shit out of me. It was when you were gigantic and oh, trying to wrestle. Oh, that makes, okay. Yeah. But it's happened a couple times to be quite honest. So honestly, it didn't even matter what way you were. But no. You on multiple occasions picked me up with an uppercut. But it and was then, only because I was so I, big, like, I think. And it was, but like, just saying, you owe me. Sorry. <laughs> but you've also like given me nosebleeds for no reason. Suddenly, just like hey, in hey. Arizona, in my garage. Do you, know, do you know how many times you've made me throw up nearly but, on my but, I, it's... <laughs> but you've literally in my. Oh, OK, never mind. We've you have thrown up. I've heard you throwing up. That was. But also, but wait, I have a serious question. Does, has Eriri, Eriri, Eriri ever done Eriri? I'm just like this. I'm broken. I don't like it. I should. Okay. Have you ever done a martial art or any type of combat sport or beaten someone up? 
Those are not related. They're not related. Um, I've gotten in like fist fights. Uh, and then Jonathan's taught me how to box. Wait, and that's fist? about the extent of my martial arts. Fist <laughs> I'm fights. A dancer. <laughs> Who have you gotten in fist fights with? <laughs> Who says fist fights? You punch them? Or you mean like. Yeah. Just like scrapping. Fist the cuffs. Fight. I think is the term the kids. Wait, say. scrapping? Do you, are you Scrappy BJ Penn? Fight. What's happening? Who have you fought with? Where did you say BJ Penn? <laughs> Tell a fight story. You have to now. I don't. They're not good. They're not good. It wasn't good circumstances for fight. Were you in a gang? No, there's. It's, no. no, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't count. That's as much. But I've like fist fought my sister, and that's about it. But for like protection, it's like it's like sibling fights. Yeah, right? sibling. Like, yeah, so like yeah. it doesn't count. No, so no, no real fight experience. None at all. Like against someone that's like nope. just like nope. in school. Nah. Someone was like, "Hey, I bought that same item at Claire's. I don't know." If Claire's <laughs> is- <laughs> and then you were like, "Not today." Not today, bitch. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I That's like a- how the Claire's <laughs> reference was just like very specific. <laughs> it's the first thing that I was like, "What?" It's not accurate though, because you know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, my sister used to love Claire's, and then I used to go in there with her. And mm-hmm. then, why is it so interesting to be in Claire's? It's there's not- just like lots of little things to look at. I got my ears pierced. <laughs> I, yeah, and it seems like there's always a Wetzel's Pretzels near Claire's. In Indiana, it's called Auntie Annie's? Yes, yeah, we have so that, too. We also have that one. Pizza pretzel? Amazing. Amazing. Xander is always scared of getting it because he's like, I don't want to get sick. Because when he goes to Pakistan, he eats so much cheese that he ends up sick. <laughs> get get the pizza pretzel. It's not a lot of cheese, but it's really good. It's really good. I love it. So wait, speaking of food, what's happening with the on the food front tonight for you guys? This time oh. in history. So we're actually going to a uh, my family's having a party. So not too many weeks ago, when was La Rosca? The, the Three Kings Day is something they like celebrating with like men community and stuff like that. And so it's a. Uh, my family got, I think my mom or dad got like one of the babies that you get when you cut that giant round cake thing. And uh, oh, I don't even know if that was actually recording. Can you hear me? Yes. No, I can hear you. Oh, you can hear all that? Yes. But all right, cool. But yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So in, in that tradition, if you cut the cake and inside you have a plastic baby, what my family does is you have to throw a party. It's traditional to throw whoever gets it. Has Wait, dude, but okay, this is gonna sound weird. Hasn't your mom got the plastic baby a few times? Everybody always gets a plastic baby. Yeah, <laughs> some people get really competitive with it and like, well, I've seen, I have seen people hide it by like throwing it away. Um, I myself, while cutting it, have felt it and then just like kind of lightly cut around <laughs> so like it's not in my slice. <laughs> you know, some people have eaten it. You know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, normally if you get it, you're supposed to throw a party or like if everyone gets together, whoever got the baby has to like throw something in, usually tamales or, you know, some, something, but my family just throws a party. Um, so they're doing that, but since my mom got it, she's making a bunch of like 
Salvadorian dishes. Um, Such as? Oh, there, so there's like this famous turkey sandwich that they make out there. It just has a lot of really nice, like, bright greens. It's got, like, some, is it wintercress? Some radishes. Uh, it's watercress. Um, what else? It's, like, a, a really nice, like, seasoned turkey that they cut on there. It's super juicy, like, not dry. Uh, there's, like, a red sauce they make. I don't really know what's in it, but they put something that's only, like, some seasoning packet that's only from in it. Um, it's really, really good. So, yeah, it's gonna be, that's, that's what's on the plan for today. <laughs> What about I'm you? literally, I just typed, I was typing El Salvador, but I typed it wrong so many times that now I'm just typing Salvador, Turkey. And what does it say? Oh my God. It says Salvador, Turkey, Trot. Runner disqualified after collision at Turkey, Trot. This is not what I was looking for. It's not helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Panes con pavo? That's the yes, one. Yes, Yep. Just look at the photos. It's, oh, it's so oh my god! What it's is insane. this? I didn't yeah. even know. I didn't know they had turkeys in El Salvador. Neither did I. Why are they there? <laughs> to the Americas, but I don't know about South America. Maybe a type of turkey. Oh, maybe a type. I had no idea, and I myself um, have, I'm Salvadorian. Salvadoran. Salvadoran. I didn't even know they had turkeys out there. <laughs> and then I found out, and I was like, "You guys make sandwiches with this? This is amazing." I'm just, I just hoping. I'm looking up the strangest stuff. Salvadoran turkey. Is there a Salvadoran turkey? What do they call turkey in El Salvador? It's so confusing. It says, <laughs> "I don't. I just. I feel like Google is like, okay, he's going down a weird. What's happening?" He's been compromised. Our project has <laughs> been messed up. Uh, okay, so I have no, I don't know what I'm having for dinner. Do you guys have any suggestions? Del Taco. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> don't, I feel like you live oddly close to one and you just don't want to admit it. Uh, 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 uh three miles it's not that far okay. you're right okay. it's somewhat close but okay what okay this is i'm not having del taco come don't do this to me what, what are the good. options what do you what do you got what do you have around you i have, good taco places? I have waffle yeah. fries okay. But, okay but i mean i need to have a more substantial meal <laughs> since apparently i've had a vital organ infected for a year and been touching my rib and saying, ow, my rib hurts. So you're so, doing great. I don't know. I don't know what, do, I actually feel like, you know, times where you make a big mistake and you're like, oh, I'm a little dumb. Like, I'm stupid. Like, uh-oh. Like, yeah. I need to build up my brain power somehow. I literally mm-hmm. feel insane that I've been touching my rib and just walking around and people are like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, oh, I hurt my ribs. And they're like, how? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Just they just started hurting <laughs> eight months ago. And people are like, wait, eight months? And I I just kept like trying to sound sensible. And now I'm questioning everything about myself. Because I was like, oh, yeah, your soul is an infinite uh, energy body that exists outside of reality. And at the same time, my lung is exploding. So it's like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you gotta take care of the physical body, man. <laughs> it's questionable. I was 
It's true. It's true. I, if I you don't, there is no infinite soul body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. There is. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> okay. Wait. Now we're in some. Sad- like uh, that one guy. Um, what's his face? Darth Nihilus. If anyone knows, <laughs> get up. <laughs> yes. The ribs. Like, what are you doing for your lungs? Darth I, Nihilus. I there, I'm <laughs> supposed to be on medication, <laughs> and. It's on the way in the mail. So, because American doctors wanted to do a test that fills your lungs with liquid to get a sample of what type of infection you have. And I was like, guys, is this dangerous and invasive? And they're like, a little bit. I don't think I don't want to do this. Like, it's, dude, it's like um, the American medical system when I had my back stuff. Before, like, before the back surgery, and this is kind of too much information, maybe, for some people, but I was having urological issues or pee-pee problems and other yeah. bathroom issues. And then I went mm-hmm. to the doctor, and I was like, yeah, I think it's connected to my back because when my back hurts, this happens, that happens. They're like, oh, no, you need to go to a urologist. And I did almost a year of urological testing, like, various kinds of tests. Mm-hmm. and. I had side effects from the tests. They're like, oh, yeah, that can happen sometimes if we stick a pipe in there, you know. Oh, it's oh, we cut that a little bit. My bad, bro. Uh, you'll get better. Oh, it, it happens. It's a little sore. You'll be okay. Then That's supposed to bleed. <laughs> dude, literally, literally like this. Like, or then they're like, oh, well, you know, let's see if you have colon cancer. I'm like, why would my back pain be from colon cancer? That was literally a thing before my back surgery. So then I did all the, like, for some reason, I've done multiple colon cancer-related examinations and a lot of invasion of my privacy. And Mm -hmm. I would just like to say that when the aliens abduct me, they will have no (laughs) issues. They will have no problems. I'm ready. I'm prepared. I already know. The giant Hawaiian lady that did it, to me was like not very nice oh, like, i was gonna say i hope you have like a good relationship yeah, but like i'm hoping it was the same doctor over and over again so you kind of like you get a christmas card you know it, what I mean? it really wasn't it was a different stu- oh, and no. and for one of the things there were students around oh, oh. that's always hard to say no to because you're like i want you to learn hey in yes. a weird way you might have made someone's day that day yeah. they're like you know what maybe maybe one of the students you could look at it this way one of the students was probably like, you know what? I don't know if I have it in me anymore. This might not be what I'm cut it out for. Life. And then they saw you and they're like, you know what? I'm going to help this guy in his butt. <laughs> I know it's going to I'm going to be the one that helps. Like what you did. Think about it. But, I hope. Um, <laughs> so I'm assuming that they didn't find anything there. <laughs> I hope, you know. But I'm just like, <laughs> the, the testing thing actually scares me because I'm like, I only gave in to all of this, like, when I say the Western medical system, I only gave in to trusting the doctors because people vilify, like, self-research and, like, they're like, oh, don't WebMD it. Don't read about it. Don't, like, the doctor knows. They went to school for nine years. like that. But it turns out they don't know anything. And it's I mean, weird. Like the rest of us, really. They just have other information sources. But really, it's just a guess every time. 
Yeah, it's very confusing. Sneak you into Mexico is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, we could. I actually, I told my parents about the Mexico plan and we considered it. But then... Did they really? <laughs> yes, yes. No, we actually were like, why don't we just go to... Why doesn't my mom come here and then we go to Mexico instead of me going to Pakistan and then... But then... Spring break. Spring break. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad never wants to leave. He might. He might no. like it so much. Yeah, apparently my dad is the one who's visiting next. So, but then you guys are coming to Pakistan before then. So, so speak, <laughs> we okay. Let's first. Is it the full moon tonight? It started full mooning at twelve thirty today our time, um, but technically I guess it peaks tomorrow. Tomorrow's technically, but it's okay. happening. It's mooning, it's doing its thing. So. Since we obviously talked about like a lot of like normal earth things, do you guys like right now, like where do you simulation wise, or if this is like if our reality is governed by invisible beings like space Jesus or Buddha or I don't know, the divine feminine God, whatever thing that someone believes in, do you think that? <laughs> all the wait you just whispered some magic words i don't know what happened i didn't i was repeating what jonathan said he said he <laughs> worships booker t <laughs> five times five, five times. times a day you have five to times. pray to booker t you know he just came out <laughs> in the royal rumble that man came out of retirement and wrestled in the royal rumble 30 seconds hit a spin he was in there no it was a solid minute was a solid minute <laughs> Same. One of the greatest tag teams. Anyway, anyway, sorry. You know, you know what was weird? Sorry. I, I don't know why Booker T was so awesome. Like, I still don't understand. I don't get it, but I liked it a lot. Uh, There was a kid in my school who would do spinner roonies in the hallway. It was you. Don't lie. Don't blame it on someone else. It was you. It was, yeah. it was him. I was not that mobile at that age. It was my, uh, it was my PS2 phase. I was more round and less mobile. <laughs> then when I, around my Xbox 360 phase, at the end of that, then I started getting like, I had, I could do spinneroonies maybe. Uh, now you said tricks. My Spirit. Xbox X phase, I have an infected lung. So this is how I remember my life through gaming no. consoles. You know what? Yeah. Gaming console. Body state to gaming console. <laughs> true. It's a good way to do it. What was your GameCube body state, John? Oh, man. <laughs> I was clinically obese and playing Day of Reckoning so much. And Super Monkey Ball. A lot. <laughs> It was a really fun time. I like to think that that game really helped me figure out how to balance things in life. <laughs> Day of Reckoning one and two, how to just like whoop ass. I why said. did they? Why did they have to put like? I don't know who was. I'm trying to remember who was on the cover, but I feel like um, Randy Orton. Who else? No, it was like a lady on the cover. Because my my dad gave me a hard time about that when I wanted to buy it, so I never bought it. 
for some reason I was allowed to get it and it was amazing. And I played it with my sisters. We loved it. We we would play it all the time and just be like in a Royal Rumble playing against all these people and then at the end it would just be the three of us and we'd be like, all right, whoever wins today is the ultimate sibling. <laughs> uh, and where did you play video games with your siblings? E? <laughs> uh, no. I, I still don't really play too many video games. I've gotten as far as making my character in WWE, and that's about it. I'm true. playing Just Dance. She I play did, Just she Dance. She did beat me in a TLC match. <laughs> that's true. I will say that. She did. So she knows how to play. <laughs> it's So what is your version of gaming? I don't know if I have school. <laughs> school. As weird and sad as that sounds. Well, what what are you studying at school right now? Nothing now, thank God, I'm done. Um, so but what, you I base mean, your life in years to like consoles, and yes. uh, I base my life in years to school. How long were you in school for? I got my master's once I moved here. So good, I, I don't know. I mean, you're still technically. Stop! <laughs> I'm not technically in school. Don't say that. I, Continuing education in my profession, which is just getting certain credits a year to continue in this profession. So school. Somewhat school. Less. <laughs> so wait, what was, did I ask something? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, so what was your... Like... My gaming... Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So then let's obviously... Again, we're skewing to like it's like a little more earthly our conversation, but that's fine because I'm noticing that like that's the key here is to like be human and be aware that being human is the thing that's weird. Like we're obviously we're piloting these bodies from somewhere else and it's super weird and I don't know what's happening. But like I guess the point is experience as it is. Wait, could you say that one more time? Yeah, I said, the, but the point at the heart of it is all this mysticism is to come back and live this experience as it is. Right. So then, but, okay. And at the, so at the same time as that, and we're all like realizing we need to do normal things like have a nice house or like a good living space inside and like eat good food and be happy. What do you, do you guys feel like you're, do you meet other people who have the same awareness that there's a bigger thing going on? Or do you feel like the majority of people in your social circle? And that's not like a judgment because it's just like an opinion, right? Like are most of the people, you know, do they like eating out or eating at home? It's just like one of those questions. But you guys seem to both be aware that there's some kind of some sometimes literal like sentient invisible entities influencing people's lives or some form of physics that's like intangible and we don't know about but it influences things but you both seem to be aware of it and have mentioned it in different ways whether it's manifestation or talking to your ancestors or just various things over time so do you feel like most people you know are prescribing to similar beliefs like in the extra physical or do you think that's still just you two in your social circle i definitely don't think it's just us two in our social circle um we have 
various other friends who like understand that same worldview, even though we all live in this 3D. Um, and we're finding more and more of those people, even though it's like slow, steady finding. Mm-hmm. But we're, since like we're living there at that level, we're finding people who also live at that level. And then do you think that, so when, and I, I'm just like, hypothetically, if slash when, because I don't know which word is more like socially appropriate, because I know the pressure to have children is a lot on human beings and couples and pairings. But I just mm-hmm. mean, do you, would you, when you start raising kids or when you're even talking to younger people, would you do you lead with that worldview being a reality or do you think it's a perspective and it's okay if you like don't want to answer that but I'm I guess I'm not trying to like put you on one side or the other but I'm noticing that some people when they tell me that like oh yeah this thing is affecting you they don't literally mean it they just mean that it's convenient to talk about an astrological sign or a demigod or something like that, a deity. And then it's just like a, it's an identity type, but they don't actually believe that that's a thing. So I'm wondering, are you, do you think it's like, it's a way of living or it's a tangible reality, the belief system or not the belief system, the stuff, the invisible stuff. I feel like I talked to my little sister about it, who's like eight years younger than me. So a good decade. But um, I feel like I let them come to in their own way. And like, I'm just meeting them wherever they're at. And by them, I mean like her and her friends. Essentially. Like I've done tarot readings for them and stuff, but like, I'll let them come to me, you know? And whatever they're discovering about life for themselves, I'll just meet them there and like, share space and experience of whatever I can and they'll come to their own conclusions based on their experience but I don't know if you present it so much as like this is a reality more so than you do hey what are you discovering what are you learning about yourself where are you you know I'll greet people some of my friends like that like hey where have you been but I don't mean that in a physical sense I mean that in like what have you been exploring in life in yourself And do you think, since you're speaking right now, and of course, John, chime in if you would like, what do do you think there's, obviously there's physical purpose to you and John meeting each other and this like amazing union, because it's like, obviously I can feel it and I'm just like, we're just talking by voice and you're, you felt it in your own life. But do you think there's like, not do you think, but do you feel there's a a non-physical, like cosmic purpose to you guys being together? Like something you, not necessarily like you have to do together, like a mission, but mm-hmm. kind of do you feel the the bigger picture things slowly, like not even making themselves clearer, but just like implying that they're there? Or do you feel like it's more like experiential and now that like both of you believe that there's something else and there's extra stuff and you're able to interact on that level, 
do you think it's just about interacting and seeing where the thing goes while holding on to the divine bond and not like wondering if there's a big plan that second part to a t um yeah no that's it i think from the moment we met we both decided like hey i don't know how the fuck this is gonna end it could end in a fiery terrible mess but this has been absolutely wonderful so just like holding on to the divinity that exists in that moment instead of thinking sure the future is becoming clearer to a certain extent but like we're really just in it for the ride and the fun Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck well in the kindest of ways fuck everyone <laughs> fucks with it <laughs> oh, yeah it just it, you didn't hear the question I did not I, I had so to run to take the bathroom break real quick okay to like tag it you go so so what we were talking about if you you guys being together has like a greater cosmic purpose or like a, like you have to do something like you have to start a orphanage in El Salvador or something. I don't know. I'm yeah. not saying you do, but it would be cool. <laughs> I would go there. I would. Right. It'd be cool. It'd be very like a, a natural libre type of situation. <laughs> it'd be good. It'd be good. You know, the guy's still alive. But yeah. <laughs> Dude, that movie is so good. It's so and good. I- Wait, but to answer your question before we go off on that tangent. Yes. Um, I don't want to say it feels like a call to do something like that. It just feels like it feels like when you put like I don't know, it feels like when you put such a good team together like just naturally it happens. It doesn't feel like it's something that's so I don't know, in front of us almost like tunnel vision. It feels almost like on the periphery, but we just are I don't know. Everywhere we go, we really do try to just kind of be ourselves so that the rest of the universe can also just be themselves too. Yeah. (laughs) That's so good. I didn't even hold. That makes so much. That's like a really good way of putting it because you being yourself means that in that environment, like you're outputting technically in air quotes what's supposed to be output because you're Mm -hmm. supposed to be you and then it would make sense that the more pieces of the puzzle that is the room are themselves then it would be a better room of people like a more a healthier room Mm -hmm. and it does start to bring people around you that are sharing that similar like mentality and you see it doing an effect you know yeah, like we have a good group of friends that are on that same kind of wavelength and stuff, and we'll go to like sh- these shows together, and you can see it having that effect. You know, it's it's cool. Well, it's nice. Fun. That's <laughs> okay. So then, but at the same time, make no mistake. In the words of uh, Booker T, the five-time champ, <laughs> I am the undisputed <laughs> heavyweight champ. And now on air, I will try an attempt to spin Rooney. Why does it sound like that? Why did it sound like a spinner Rooney? <laughs> 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 Why did it 
it sounded like a wrestling mic drop, like when someone gets attacked backstage. <laughs> we should have recorded the the video. I'm. Um, okay, wait. So that. Okay, this is something that I'm noticing from being around some good couples lately. The being yourself part is very important. Like, it seems to be, like, being filterless almost. But not mean, obviously. But, like, not modulating yourself for the other person. So, would you guys say that, like, when you met, you were you also being yourselves in that process? Like, because we've talked about it, and I feel like I have a lot of friends who use dating apps, but they don't use them as themselves. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm wondering, is there like a fundamental issue with that? Like the idea that you have to make a specific type of Bumble or Tinder profile to achieve a certain type of result, and then isn't that almost like evil or like unhealthy or dark? I dare say, like, I get what you mean. Uh, it feels. I mean, I think I want to look at it like when you're on those on, on those apps and stuff. You're trying to put out a persona that will attract something, right? So you do kind of have to put on a, a mask, you know, or not necessarily a mask, but, you know, something up that might not be the full you, you know what I mean? Um, but, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, when we met, I was, it felt instantly comfortable enough to be my complete true self. Same. Um, Same. Yeah. yeah. But I do know people, too, that have done that, where it's a different persona that's on there. I don't know. It's, it, for some people, it's kind of like a guard that they put up. To protect themselves, which is understandable. It's as much as they're lying to themselves. To a certain extent, that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, but but I think it's it's important for us to say because we all like there's we're not saying we're not shaming anyone for using an app, but I feel like understandable. We met on <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. We're trying to I'm trying to say that there's there's viable like it's weird to I guess Tinder swiping is part of reality. Like it's part of coincidence or circumstance or whatever word someone wants to use. So I guess I'm wondering if there's, because a lot of my, and I call them meditation clients now, but I feel like this is turning into something else. Like it's more like counseling. There's no meditation involved, but I don't know what to say anymore. So I just say like, I just call them that. But people are like dating on apps and then, or even in real life, when they meet someone, the interaction is like part of like a show, like a pageant almost. Like, like they, like it's like they're not fully aware in the moments of interacting that they have to present themselves as themselves. Or it's not like a mating ritual. It's not like they're going to like, do, like, I don't know, like they're not peacocking and then their partner is going to be like, okay, you are my mate and they're going to reproduce. It's like a much more complicated process that begins from an initial interaction. So I'm noticing that when the initial interaction is kind of fake, 
the subsequent interactions and surprises and drama and pain is usually built on the fact that it wasn't a genuine interaction in the beginning, even though it was good, because both people were trying so hard. So I guess I'm wondering, is there a divine or mindful way you think to approaching meeting new people and being yourself? Or do you think that's like you need to be guarded at first to see who's safe to be around or is there like some, because both of you are really good at being yourselves, which seems to be something that's very hard for everyone. So I guess I'm trying to get like a group opinion or a couple. I wouldn't say that I'm good at it, more of just persistent, yeah. you know? I was like, there are times where sometimes I'll try and just, I don't know, it just the reception might not be what I thought it would be or something. And you kind of then just pull it back a bit, you know, yeah. you adjust, you make adjustments to it. I also, you said that, and we both kind of looked at each other and like cocked our heads and went, oh, well, we've learned to be better at being ourselves. That's really all it's. It's always fine tuning. It's never been like when we met, I felt fully myself. But as you were saying, like, is there certain like, do you have to have your guard up? Kind of. I mean, like you got to it's not so much have your guard up, but like listen to your intuition, really. Like, are you listening to yourself? Like, what is your body telling you? Like, do you have to have your guard up? Is that the feeling that's coming up? Okay, why? You know, or does this person make me feel innately comfortable for some reason? Does my body feel comfortable here? Okay, cool. Maybe I can show my myself fully a bit more. I don't know. But it's taken, it's a learned skill to also be yourself. And like, you have to accept yourself at whatever level you're at there. Even if, okay, cool, if I'm in this fake persona phase, that's okay. Maybe I need to be here for a second while I, like, sort things out in the background, you know? It's not wrong to be that. Like you said, we're not shaming anybody. But it just takes time, practice. Some people learn it real quick. I feel like my little sister was really great at being herself all the time, but she always ends up thanking me for, like, holding that space so that she could do that. And that's equally as important like have you had the space to unravel in these ways to be yourself so in the at the sake of now putting more like i'm not saying you said this but is being (laughs) yourself almost a privilege like i think definitely to a certain extent yes you can't deny that it's a privilege to have the time and space to explore these kinds of things you know like if you're worried about survival you can't necessarily be in these depths so then also if someone's like looking for a space to like let's say someone's like oh but like who are these two they sound so like what are they talking about like being yourself like i want to be myself but then they're with someone like they're in a pairing or their sibling or their roommate is someone who's not allowing someone to be themselves right then it's like you can't always get rid of the other person or change your circumstance. So I think like even me talking about it, I caught myself in realizing that it's a privilege that the three of us get to be ourselves now. Then it's pretty early on in the game. Like I forgot how old everyone is. I think we're all in our thirties. Excuse yourself. I have one more year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just I kidding. I can't wait to be 30. I've been excited You're about this. St- 20. Wait, when did you turn 29? 11, 11. 
last year. Yeah. Okay, so now, so this is, do you feel uh, any kind of pressure at all? Like any, not any things that you thought you had to get done before you were 30 that you didn't do? And even if it's now you know that you don't have to get anything done, do this still pop up in your mind at all? Absolutely not. I have been waiting to be 30 specifically because in my mind I associated it with like this freedom to not have to accomplish anything to live on my own time and so I've been looking forward to that carefree existence to a certain extent since I turned 20 I was like let me just live through this decade get the experiences I need to so that I can hit 30 and feel like I can say fuck the world I'm free It's honestly weird. I think people don't know that, that the 30s are freer than the 20s. I I opinion. didn't even think that I would make it to my 30s at all. I'm also, tw- I'm 29, but like, I didn't, honestly didn't make it past 27. So yeah, you both are 29. Like, damn, what do I do now? <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess you really didn't. Dude, you've not thought you were going to make it for so long that even I'm like, wait, John is fully alive, like su- extra alive. It's like, weird now. I, I really, I I don't know. There's like, there's life paths and goals, obviously, but like, at the same time, I don't know. <laughs> 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 to make it this far, <laughs> shit. Wait, <laughs> At this point, it turns into a long con for myself. Of like, all right, well, I made this far. Like, how how long can I make it? it? No, that's honestly that's a. I feel like it's weird that even I'm talking about it. Like, I expect to live longer. Like, we don't even know if tomorrow's there. And there's like this weird yeah. assumption. And I guess that again comes from privilege. Like. I guess unless the Chinese weather balloon goes crazy on us, we're pretty safe. Oh. Uh, well, sh- you guys you guys are in Chicago, so you're not safe. But No, we're not. Isn't it over the Midwest or something like that? Uh, where was it? I, should I have no idea. I think Montana. Is that in the Midwest? I feel like that's closer to you than it is from us. It probably is closer to us. Damn it. We sound like spies right now. Like, no one's American here. This no, no, no. You do. I don't know about us. <laughs> you, you've mentioned El Salvador a lot. I'm just saying, if there's an MS-13 member here. I have not. I have not. <laughs> I just really love pupusas. And... I still have never had one. <gasps> what? Yeah. yeah, I've never had one still. Do but John's been 10. Or, like, who's... Who's doing this to you? I've had other stuff. I've had, what did you make? What John once ranted for like months about, is it, okay, it's, it's, it's Hibarito, I think. That's a thing, right? Wait, Wait, what? What was it? It's spelled Jibarito. Oh, no, that's something else. No, no, no. Yes, no, 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 but that thing. Okay. You did have that. I was was I ate them. For like two months after John put me on them. Then there was there was another kind of sandwich, like That's some giant sandwich. And I started eating those. And it was it was a weird time because I was like not comfortable eating carbs, so I couldn't really Oh that's true. Yeah. But then I sh- yeah, I should have bulked up on Mexican food, but I when I got big I was eating like 
Oh, that was also because of John, actually. It was that pizza place with the giant slice. Oh, we would go to Bucci's a lot, yeah. But but I didn't even go. I was just ordering it. (laughs) It was sad. I would eat the giant slice and a, Mm -hmm. like, one-pound burger and be okay. It was messed up. I feel like it was a 50-50 for you. There were moments... It was a sad bulk? There there were moments where I remember you being happy to be eating what you were eating, but then there was a lot of moments for me being not happy to eat. You remember... Dude, I had that shake that was horrible. The one? It was like pea protein. protein like yeah. yeah. It, it was gnarly. Nasty. I don't like pea protein. But it had a lot of protein. Like, nutritionally, it was yeah, fantastic. I like, like, and I, but it wasn't, apparently, according to Joe Rogan, it's not bioavailable. So, and all his, whatever. I don't know how to deal with this new group of like intellectuals that exist. The like tactical MMA mushroom guys. <laughs> but there's so many of them in Arizona. <laughs> Every second guy's like, yeah, bro, I'm a black belt, and I did, I just dropped five, five grams of mushrooms this morning, and you know, the government can't stop us. We're infinite light beings. I'm like, what? <laughs> who, who are, what? It's, it doesn't even make any sense. They literally, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, like right wing Ram Dosses. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, like, that's to explain it. That's like, honestly like, way to explain it. They're like, I love everyone. They're never going to take my guns. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, bro, you can be gay if you want. I'm like, wait, I didn't say that. What are you talking about? Why are you saying that? Like, I'm fine with it. Be whatever you want. Just don't just don't push push that on me. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it's, it's, but they're all at the same time. They're like, and then they're like, literally like, you know, like ketamine can save the world. Like we need, like they have ketamine clinics now. Mushrooms are legal everywhere. And then they're like, yeah, but, but that's not, she can't do this sport. That's a guy wrestling. He's not like, I'm like, wait, but you just dropped all these mushrooms and we can, it's like, I don't know. I, I'm somehow like part of that group because of my gender and my like, and technically so would you be. No, it makes sense. Like, on paper, if you were to just describe me from my appearance, I understand. I get it. And it sucks because, like, it kind of does. There are people out there that will look at you and put you just right into that group, even though we're clearly not. And that's what there's so many of them. So many. Yeah, I just, I'm confused even. I want to hit all of them. That's just me. (laughs) Wait, what did you say? I want to hit all of them. But, but I, okay, I, I have oh. that reaction, but then at the same time, I feel like, wh- how are they, like, what force is allowing them to partake in so much plant medicine and psychedelics? And then somehow their ego is like, it's hardening somehow. It's like, it's growing it, but well, I didn't know that it could do that. I don't know how it's that's like. The thing. I think people forget that with these psychedelics or whatever herb thing they're using just because you're using it and it can give you a really nice insight and you know different ways of thinking on different topics or anything honestly you can still use it in a wrong way you know like you could still take some sort of mushroom and then go listen to some crazy chad the liver king for five hours 
you'll be tripping balls and just listening to the liver king tell you to live the 10 natural tenants of I don't know what. And by the end of that trip, you're going to be like, you know what? Yeah, I am going to eat raw meat. I don't care that it makes me poop the way it makes me poop. I'm going to sign it to my friend and let them know. Hey, look at that. That's raw liver in there. Yeah. I I ate liver because of the liver king. Did you? Did you? But did you cook it? Don't lie. <laughs> I, I I cooked it. I cooked it. But but I just like not all of it. You, you cooked. You, you had like a slab of it, so like half of it was cooked, half wasn't. I I, huh? I ate it, but I just couldn't like. I I obviously knew that. I know that because in Thailand they used to tell me to eat chicken hearts all the time, and I was like, you know, guys, I don't trust this but i felt the same way when eating the livers the chicken hearts vibes but i still did it but what's the weirdest thing you've eaten is it raw liver is it no no it's the weird weird like the thailand cockroach on a stick thing very gross good i did not like it mine is that amazonian uh fat larvae oh and ants citrus tasting ants they they do that in Thailand too, gone. but I couldn't eat the larva thing with the other ants. It was in good. It. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And I've also eaten iguana. What's the weirdest thing you've eaten, Jonathan? And by weird, I mean that's subjective. Subjectively, crocodile. Ooh. It was really good. But that's it. I hate insects. I will never eat insect. Ever. You no. say that, but this it's is before the water. Even that tequila that comes with the worm in there, the I've never eaten the worm because I'm not. I, I care. Gummy worms I'll eat, but like, <laughs> no, just, I'm currently <laughs> eating gummy worms. I just like, what about the gummy worm? <laughs> but just that, yeah, alligator is probably the, I guess the craziest one, but it's not. It was really good. He's a just like chicken, honestly. <laughs> I, this is a random question because of our current conversation, but when was the last time you guys partook in any psychedelics? last week <laughs> i was microdosing these mushroom gummies that i have for like a good week and they were really nice they were just like nice to sort of get this reset but it was very much a microdose okay um, no that's fine i'm i just laughed because i was expecting like the silence made it seem like it would be longer oh <laughs> 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 like you were like uh and then i'm like oh it's probably gonna be like seven months and then it was like oh this week I'm like, oh. <laughs> last week <laughs> fair enough yeah last week what about you john jonathan sorry um, you can call him john <laughs> no i feel wrong doing it now. i i consume nothing but just cheese seeds um <laughs> Maca powder, <laughs> apple juice. Why? Why do you have to throw so many people under the bus? Um, what else? I actually have some some of the MP Combat protein powder. God. It's delicious. It's delicious. God. But like the pound at Costco, so I just got like a. It's like a six pound, five pound bag of that. Shout out Muscle Farm if you want to sponsor yep. us, please get in touch. Get in touch. Let me know. Hit up the Insta. I'll we'll plug it in at the end. Um, 
yeah, that's really what I consume is my psychedelics because high on life, bro. High on life, bro. Not the video I, game, but just I, I, <laughs> I can tell where you're at now because the the you're literally I I can be like you're lo- <laughs> you're losing it. <laughs> You're about to break a window or something. <laughs> Usually you would just say when you did mushrooms or something. <laughs> okay, I'll calm down. But okay, so now we know what psychedelics you do. What about cannabis consumption? <laughs> Are you smoking right now? No, I I was smoking moon priestess herbs, yes. <laughs> but um I ate a, an edible earlier. Yeah. Yeah, they hit nice. Get me through work. <laughs> okay, and is is John going to answer with a combination of like nutritional supplements and herbs that he is smoking? Precisely. He uh, specifically special case cereal, red berries. God. That is the high on life go to. <laughs> He's just eating in copious amounts. Um, but the fiber is fantastic for his digestive system. <laughs> I see. There's no pullback with you two. There is no. There's no coming back. But I was seriously <laughs> asking. I was asking. It just. <laughs> Whenever I have consumed cannabis and uh, that plant, and it's it's many ways to consume it. Um, usually, multiple gummies throughout the day. Um, but I like to split them up, so it's not like a full size one. It's like a half here, a half there. Um, and of course, a good bowl or two to just help it get going. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a fun time. Okay, so when you say so you're not smoking throughout the day or consuming cannabis or are you keeping the basically I'm talking to more and more people lately and I'm finding that the with the maturing of a person so does their their interaction with plant medicine or plants changes. So it's like like the way someone used to smoke isn't necessarily the way they smoke at when they're at their most and else this sounds a very controversial term but they're most healed so i guess i wanted to know what where you guys were at with like soothing substances and your daily process which that's why i was asking Not i think to... over to pure nicotine um <laughs> you know the chew that you can buy the patch. I take it and I I take a bunch of so I get like a bag of chew and I buy a bunch of those nicotine patches that you can buy when you're like trying not to like smoke anymore and I throw them in there and steep them almost like it's like marinating like a some sort of meat or whatever protein you're trying to marinate and I take those patches out and I put them on every morning to just like castle <laughs> myself and, yeah the patches are so good God. You've never even smoked working, nicotine, have you? You were never... Morning. Wait, what? You were never like a big cigarette smoker, were you? No, it was... It, honestly, The I've, I bought like a pack once or twice in my life, honestly. 
Um, and every time I have, it's lasted me for way too long to the point that like friends that are smokers would be like, you still have that pack with you? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm not smoking them. It's really, if I'm like, if I've been drinking a lot, one of those just is a nice little like top off. And then that's, that's when you end the night, you know? So wait, do Okay. So now this conversation got very confusing for me. But my point was, my point was, how do you guys, so like now with your evening, right? Yeah. How do you, as, as two humans who are in a, in a, whatever this is called when you're in love and together, I feel like everything is patriarchal, everything I say now. So I don't know what to say, um, <laughs> but, but what do you guys, how do you decide what to do if there are no plans or what is the thought process like do you do you wonder what the other person feels like doing do you just like does john just put on like smackdown on a playstation one and start playing it and then you're like oh hello my beloved what are you doing and he's like oh i'm playing smackdown would you like to join me like what is the what are the mechanics of being this okay with each other in your case so that because that's basically the point of this like that's the mystic part like from all the like john thinking he's gonna die and be satan's best friend early on in life and whatever you thought about your future somehow you guys have ended up here so i was wondering like what is the rest what is the process look like if you were to break it down like a golf breakdown a i golf- don't know something weird like a too specific one i get you yeah okay understood um first up at the t no i'm just kidding i have no golf friends whatsoever yeah i don't know anything about golf uh i think we just check in like hey where are you at how are your spoons um like we both work today so we were just like hey where's your energy at do you feel like doing something do you not do you feel like doing something together? Like that's a specific question or do you not? Like, do you need some time? Um, and then from there we go, you know, like, okay, let's factor all of these things in. Like, do we want to go out and do something or do we want to stay in and just chill? Or like, do you want to, again, do you need that time or do I need that time? Um, and then you really just keep checking in all the way until you do what you do, right? Um, like we do have that family party happening downstairs so we're like do we want to go do we not do we have the energy to socialize do we not do you have the energy to socialize do you just want to go and say hi um it's just a consistent check-in to see where the other person's at and just basing that teamwork plan from there and is it so i'm noticing when you're describing the checking in it sounds like it requires effort yeah. Yeah. And do you think that that's like something that you're now like because it's you two, you're willing to make the effort? Or do you think that like because I I'm realizing some people when they're like if they're asking someone like, Hey, do you want to go out? And the other person's like, No, I don't really feel like I want to stay in. And then the other person feels not so good about them staying in or something like that then the the ability to discuss it and to check in and work through it 
requires a lot of energy, again, that some people aren't willing to output. So instead, they'll just feel bad or stay in the situation. So I was wondering when you guys are outputting the effort, do you know that it's effort to like check in on the other person or does it not feel like effort because you care so much about the other person? No, it definitely feels like effort because you care about that person. Um, but it's not effort as in like a chore. It's effort as in like, hey, I care about you enough to show up in this way. You know, I think we definitely went through a phase where that um, first part that you described was accurate. Like one of us feeling bad and not voicing exactly how we were feeling for the sake of the other person. Like maybe Jonathan wanted to go out, but I felt like staying in. So he stayed in because he felt you know, like sad or just differently about me staying in, but we've really continued to grow into our personal choices and like self-responsibility within this relationship with each other. So now I can say like, hey, I'd rather stay in because that's where my energy's at. But if you find plans and feel like something, there's there's something that you want to go do, like by all means, you know, I'll be here. I'm good. And he can trust like I'm good and he no longer feels bad because we're putting that effort into voice in that honesty. Sorry, I'm taking it all in because I don't, I feel like I have to fit in the Dr. Phil questions in the, like amongst our poop talk. Always. (laughs) Yes. And so when you got, so now how do you, and this is obviously where also I'm hoping that we do like, 60 or 70 of these before any kind of tiredness sets in and you guys we can like maybe like the next time something different's going on maybe that day you guys haven't worked but it's basically like if there was like a record of your existence i'm trying to forcefully keep it like an annoying like family member who's like oh what did you guys do today so how are you guys feeling now energy wise like where are you where are you now not after this but kind of after this but i mean in your day today how do you feel both of you i think we're pretty tired um but like in a well-spent way like i had a very long hard day at work but it was good you know what i mean like it was satisfying to get the work done but it was just a lot of work and so to oh, come home and just like breathe and hang out for a second has been nice. And now we're like re-upping that little energy that we have to like go socialize for a moment and then come back in and just finally plug in and just chill, <laughs> go on rest mode. I got to go ice my knee after him. That's been ruining. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's unfair that you denied me the Zoom. I never say things like that, but I think that today we've solidified that the next time we do either individuals or group, we need video. Yes. If you saw what I've been doing this whole time, I've been pacing the house and drinking Dunkin' Donuts. And that's all I wanted today. (laughs) They have a brownie batter latte, which. I'm not saying that that's the way to go, but it's quite delicious. Okay. Noted. <laughs> yeah. They also have a brownie batter donut, which I didn't eat, but it looked pretty good. Mm. I think I take the donut over the coffee. 
I like their right. little bagel ball things they have. Little bagel ball. They're like everything bagel, like bombs, is it called? Right? Like, I, I know like, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, cream cheese. They're so the Wendy's breakfast unparalleled. Wait, Sorry. what's Wendy's breakfast? <laughs> I just, we just looked at the time. We gotta get going. <laughs> we will continue this and on video next time. Okay. Yeah. Wait, okay. is that okay? Okay. This was lovely. Thank you. And I like how it's an abrupt ending. It's kind of exciting. Um, <laughs> wait, but this was actually the end, right? Yes. Okay, sorry. I never know with you. It's hard to tell. You've like roasted me so many times with like extreme seriousness that I don't know when it's a joke anymore. But not but, this. But as we leave, any final parting words? D- yes. Do you guys? <laughs> what are you doing the rest of the day? Me? Yes. I'm. I'm wondering if you're in such a hurry because your mom's downstairs and you're like. <laughs> She's gonna, she's gonna, she's gonna, she's gonna smash you. I don't know if you know what what are you doing? What are you doing? What is this? I am trying to, I'm gonna figure out what to eat for dinner, which is gonna be something that's mostly protein, but I have to make sure I don't eat these chicken chips because I'm addicted to them and it's a messed up dinner. You're not supposed to eat chicken skin in a bag for dinner. It's not normal. You're supposed to eat cool. the actual food, not the skin of an animal in a bag. Have you not had pork rinds before? I, you know, I have, but now my somewhere my dad's like, "Oh my god, he's eating pork rinds." But my dad's, <laughs> he, 